to This is the Day with Pastor Wade Scarborough. It is our prayer that something is said or done to make your walk through this journey called life a little lighter and brighter. You can follow Pastor Wade at Real Pastor Wade on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. He looks forward to walking with you on this journey together to breakthrough, victory, redemption. Pastor Wade is anointed and experienced in multiple areas of life. God uses him to have us look at our challenges in ways we may never have seen before. Now the moment we've all been waiting for, Pastor Wade Scarborough. This is the day. This is the day. This is the only day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. What's up? What's up? What's up? Oh, man. I don't even know what to say. I'm just happy to be here with you guys, man. Thank you for joining. This is the day with Pastor Way. Man, it is my honor and privilege that you have taken a time out of your life to walk with your boy on this journey that we call life. Listen, you know, we have a good time here on this is a day. Uh, you know, uh, we try to keep it real, keep it 100 as my boy TV always say. And I just want to say, uh, I appreciate every single, uh, one of you that have tuned in, uh, not just in the U.S., but all across the world. Uh, I appreciate it from the U.K. to India to Canada uh, to uh, the United States. Uh, also, we have some uh, Brazil, from what I understand, in uh, South America. So I appreciate uh, all the, the different listeners, all those joined in, all those that have chimed in, all of those that have sent me comments and uh, feedback and everything, uh, how it's blessed you, how some, you agree, you disagree. Listen, I appreciate it all because, you know, Hey, everybody's opinions and feelings count uh, here, and I don't take it for granted at all because um, uh, you helped me do this. Uh, so, uh, and when God gives you a word, and and you know, we're all dealing with a lot of things, and regardless of your religious background, uh, we're all dealing with uh, life. And so that's what this is the day is all about. Uh, and those joining us for the very first time, listen. I'm holding out. I'm doing air hugs right now. I got my arms out because if I saw you, I'm coming in. Uh, you know, listen, I don't care about uh, all that social distance and stuff like that. We can't social distance. It's impossible because uh, the way God created us, uh, we're built to be in relationship. So, uh, listen, uh, I would be giving you a hug. And if you don't want to hug me, hey, you better start. You better run or give me the, you know, the elbow. I can't stand when people throw through the elbow or the pound now. Like, stop. Like, hey, I'm coming in. So I just want to say I appreciate you. Uh, and listen, uh, as I always say to the, everybody that tunes in and listens, that I always pray for you. Uh, my prayer is always that God, whoever he listens at the uh, within the sound of my voice, that whatever challenges that you may face, that uh, God uh, uh, sees you through it, that surely goodness and mercy shall follow you all the days of your life and you shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever uh, and that he keep a hedge of protection around you and your family and your finances, especially uh, in this crazy time uh, right now in the in the mighty name of Jesus and uh, that is my prayer for each and every one of you, because uh, I know we're experiencing uh, different things right now. Listen, uh, you know that mandatory this is coming out, mandatory that coming out, pharmaceutical companies doing this, that, and other. Uh, so much misinformation, disinformation, no information. 
uh, is coming out. Then uh, uh, between the media and things like that, listen, I know it's tough to uh, through all these murky waters to uh, what you're going to believe. And so that's why we're here on this is a day to, hey, let's not forget about the basics of how to love one another and, and forgive one another and uh, how to treat one another, things like that. So, uh, hey, and uh, whether you get the vaccine or not, yeah, we address those things too. Uh, listen, stop making people wrong for it and stop, and people are not your enemy. Uh, the false narrative of if somebody doesn't get vaccinated and you do, that they're spreading or they're uh, virus spreaders and they're the ones the cause of the problem, that is simply not the truth. So uh, let's uh, all uh, be on one accord. Whether you, whatever side you're on, let's be on one accord and let's treat each other uh, like our neighbors, like our brothers and sisters. Because guess what? As I always say, we must occupy this same space here, no matter where you are, on this blue marble that they call Earth. And so let me tell you what this show is all about uh, for, for those that are joining us for the very first time. We like discussing various topics uh, that the church body does not talk about on a Sunday, you know, or just on just... Uh, now churches want to go streamlining, you know, uh, a lot of churches are uh, not, don't even want to meet, you know, some pastors and bishops and stuff like that have found ways to where, hey, I can still make the money and uh, I don't ha I can get my weekends back. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I say the wrong thing? You know, because there's some pastors out there that are, are, are doing that. They're like, oh, what meeting on a Sunday for? I could just record during the week and just put it online and they'll stream and they'll come in and I can we can streamline it bump that it's all about fellowship it's all about getting together and stop finding excuses why not to uh but i'm gonna leave that alone so we like to discuss various topics that church bodies not talk about on a sunday or at a bible study or or shut down from talking about it all together because of the sensitive nature of the subject all of us no matter what you think feel or believe without judgment be not made to be feel like your feelings or opinion are not valid and we can have a conversation freely honestly and like my boy tv say as i said before Four, keep it 100 here on this is the day with pastor wade and if you haven't joined any of our other conversations hey you can go on wherever you listen to all your podcasts any podcast platform we are there my people at i am music group take care of me my boy kc make sure all my stuff is everywhere his wife g uh make sure my notes is up and my girl erica always keep me looking fresh and good and i appreciate all the feedback because she does all the the artwork and all that kind of stuff and so if you see any improvements and i look good it's really because of her because <laughs> uh she just plays around with it and uh, does different things she surprises me so uh they take care of me there at i am music group uh so i really appreciate them uh so you can always listen to any of our conversations previously on any podcast platform that you use uh we did uh we did uh we're on call to forgive then before that we did disciplines of faith and before Dis disciplines of faith we did how to apply faith and before that we did uh how to treat one another and and before that we did the 10 successful uh principles for relationships so uh it looks like after this conversation of call to forgive we're probably going to go into uh I, we were going to go uh into uh spiritual gifts versus talent but uh god is leading me up uh, and some people have been also saying uh 
because of everything that's going on, we're going to talk about, uh, have a conversation because we use, you use these scriptures. I'm giving you a little precursor here. We try to use scriptures, you know, you know, uh, we bind principalities, powers, rulers, darkness, spiritual weaknesses, wickedness in heavenly realms. So guess what? We're going to bring that home. And let's discuss what principalities really are, because there's a principality going around right now. And then uh, when you talk about powers, there's a lot of powers uh, right now. There's people uh, 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 trying to gain power, and there's a shift of power. So we're going to explain what principalities and powers are going to talk about that. Then we're going to talk about that, that spiritual realm, a lot of things that's happening, and high rulers. So we're going to really uh, bring it home to what does all that mean? What is a principality? What is a power? What is a ruler of darkness? What is spiritual wickedness in heavenly realm? How does that apply to us today? So we gonna we gonna get into that. You know, uh, it, uh, I was just sitting down and I was like, well, I want to go this way, and God was like, no, it's time to go this way because uh, those phrases are thrown around and people don't understand it. And then when you when we talk about the news and stuff, things that you're hearing, we're gonna we're gonna really bring it home for you to what that is really what is really going on. So I'm excited about that so that's just a precursor to where we're going so let's just get right into it because hey this forgiveness piece been helping a lot of people and been helping me too hey just because i'm talking about it don't mean i don't have issues with it too so hey there's people who i have to forgive and pr i pray there ain't nobody that has to forgive me but if so i'm sorry let's work it out you know my one of my favorite scriptures is come let us reason together so you know, we have a tradition here on This Is The Day with Pastor Wade. Hey, just like in the airplane, we're going to take off in this plane together. So make sure your seat and tray tables are in upright and locked position. Any turbulence you feel on this plane is God shaking at the very root what does not belong on this plane or in your life because the plane is your life. I'm just going to let you leave that alone. And if you listen to somebody, look at them and say, you ready? Look back at them and say, I'm ready. Then let's go. So, you know, I have to start every time we talk about forgive, that word forgive, you know, it's a it's a jargon word. It's a word we just throw around. You know, you got to forgive. Hey, the church is like, you got to forgive. God wants you to forgive. I know, I know, I know. But let's really, do, I like to uh, tear, uh, break this word up so we can really get the essence of what we talk about that word forgive, forgive, forgive. So when you look at that word forgive, if you look up the dictionary, when you know, just the regular dictionary. I know some of you don't have the access to the Greek and the Aramaic and the Hebrew and the, uh, and the Latin and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, I know the Google doctor or the Google bishop <laughs> is out there as well. But let's just go to the simple dictionary because God can speak just, just through simple, plain English. When you talk about that word forgive, the word forgive in the English dictionary means to grant pardon for or remission against an offense or a debt or to absolve. Also, it means to grant or pardon. Re remember that, to grant or pardon to a person. To cease to feel resentment against. Woo! Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a, that's, that's, a, that's a big one right there. To cease to feel resentment against. You know, that's a major thing because if you feel resentment against anyone, right now and you may say i forgive them or some in some cases there's some people say i just can't forgive i wish you well in hell no listen you gotta learn how to forgive 
And one of those meanings of the word forgive is to cease to feel resentment against. So if you think about somebody or think about something and you start feeling resentment, that means you haven't forgiven yet. But I'm going to leave that alone. That's just extra. I'm trying to help somebody. But okay, let's keep going. Also, the verb, when you talk about the word forgive, means to pardon an offense or an offender. Oh, remember that word offender, an offense, because we about to get into that. So the word for, F-O-R, in the word forgive. So the word for, like forgive, the word for, F-O-R, means, and you can look this up yourself. Don't hey, I am not the guru. I am not the sheik. I am not the, the oracle. I am not the all-seeing eye. I'm not none of that. I'm just a guy that does some studying, some reading. I have a little training. And so, therefore, we don't talk about it. So we can talk about the word for and the word forgive. It means intended to belong to or be used in connection with in order to obtain, gain, or acquire. Then the word give and the word forgive means to present voluntarily and without expecting compensation or bestow. So when you talk about synonyms, synonyms are what, if, so the word forgive or the words in forgive, F-O-R, and the word give, there are synonyms to the words to better help explain what the word means. That means they mean the same, just different word. So synonym for the preposition word for is the word because. So then the synonym for the word give in the word forgive is to award or hand over. And then the synonym for the whole word forgive is forget. So remember when we forgive, we are actually saying, this is when we break down the word forgive. What we're actually saying to the person that God has mandated us to forgive is, and that including yourself, I have something of yours that is intended for you that does not belong to me because God said so, that I must voluntarily hand over to you without any compensation, and I must forget about it. Listen, that's what you're saying when, especially if you have unforgiveness, understand you're holding something that does not belong to you. So basically you're being a thief. Because forgiveness is not for you. It's for not just for you, because you have to sometimes, in some cases, you may have to forgive yourself. The forgiveness is for somebody else, and that's including you. So understand this when you don't want to give your forgiveness to somebody, whether you committed the infraction or they committed their infraction against you. When you don't want to forgive, and that's why God has a pet peeve. That's one of his biggest pet peeves is unforgiveness because what he did for you, I don't care what your religious background is, whether you're Jewish, Kabbal, I don't care what it is, whether you if you Kali, Buddha, I don't it don't matter. Whatever your religious background is. Uh God loves you. Uh he sent his son to die for you, and he forgiven you for anything you have done. That's just the fact of the matter. So when you don't forgive your brother or sister, your neighbor, how do you love me whom you can't see and you don't love your neighbor who you do see? That's why he has an issue because you're holding something of somebody else's that is intended for them that does not belong to you because God says so that you must voluntarily hand over to them without any compensation and you must forget about it. I'm going to leave that alone. So. Let's hit it. We talked about forgiveness is hard. Hey, 
without question. We also talked about forgiveness is complete. Hey, it makes you complete when you do it because now you can move on to with your life. Also, you feel empowered too when you forgive. There's a weight that's been lifted off to you. Also, we said third, forgiveness is costly without question. It's costly. We also said fourth, forgiveness pursues. Hey, 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 you got to pursue. I want to group the, I'm in a Bible fellowship and we was talking about it. Forgiveness came up. And I have to say, you have to pursue that person, even if they're the ones that wronged you. I told you about the story that the guy's family was killed in a drive-by and well, the reporters asked him, what does he want? And he says, I want them to find a person. And the reporter was like, well, what for? So for retribution? So, you know, they can go to jail and all that kind of stuff. He said, no, I want them to find a person so I can tell that person I forgive them. Wow. Did you hear what I just said? He wanted to pursue the person, not for the person so they can pay for what they did. So he could be lift the burden to be lifting off him, holding that resentment. Oh boy, this is free. We ain't even got into the stuff yet, y'all. That's free right there. That's some good stuff. Man, that hit me. I'm, where's a mirror at? I'm going to talk to myself since nobody want to talk back at me. It's crickets. Uh, somebody talk to me. That That's good right there. Also, I, we said uh, fifth, forgiveness is continual. Listen, you're going to have to forgive 70 times seven just and maybe more than that. Because <laughs> people, if you open yourself up, especially in relationship, you open yourself up to be in relationship with somebody, you're opening yourself up for the good and the bad. You're opening yourself up to be hurt because that's what people do, sometimes intentionally, sometimes unintentionally. So forgiveness is continual. Also, we talked about the biblical steps in forgiving. The first one was know what Christ did for you. Hey, like I said, whether you're a believer or not, that Jesus is the Messiah, he's the Son of God. Hey, it still happened. We can't deny it happened. I mean, we trying to, but it still happened. And that means you out there that's not say, well, I don't believe in that. Well, praise the Lord. Well, he believes in you. So <laughs> that Jesus died for you. Also, the second thing is we must be willing to take the risk. Hey, hey, got to take that risk. You could, they, they can reject you. It, rejection, you could have one big matzo ball hanging out there like, hey, you, you could be hanging and they may not receive it, but it's not up to you. You still have to pursue forgiveness. I, there's somebody right now. Hey, we got issues. And hey, when I see that person, hey, it's, we got a reason. Hey, we, uh, we got to forgive regardless. Let's do it because we're brothers and sisters in Christ. We got to do it. Also, the third one is we need to cancel the betrayal. Oh, my goodness. And now here we go with the fourth one. Are y'all ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Oh, <laughs> I'm just messing with you. Fourth one is we need to offer personal forgiveness. We're going to talk about it. And you know, I'm about to read scripture. You know, so we can bring everything into context. So and you know what I say when we read scripture and we're going to go to Romans 12 and we're going to go from 9 to 21 because Romans 12, it breaks down. This is one of Paul's letters uh, to the Romans and it breaks down what we're supposed to do with each other very clearly. And, you know, I'm going to keep it in context because it's talking about relationship here. So we're going to keep it in context how we're supposed to treat one another. So, you know, anytime I talk about scripture, you know, I say anytime before you listen to any scripture, make sure people are using it in context, because especially right now in these days, man, we got people that are taking scripture so out of context. And, you know, if they take the word text out of the word context, all we're left with is a, you guessed it, a con. And there's a lot of people conning people. There's a lot of people conning themselves. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna let that go right now. So in Romans 12, starting at the ninth verse, it says, because we're talking about we need to offer personal forgiveness. And this falls into that. So Romans 12, 9 says, let love be without hypocrisy. Abhor what is evil. Cling to what is good. Be kindly affectionate to one another with brotherly love and honor, giving preference to one another. Oh boy, I could just stop right there. Giving preference to one another, I'm gonna leave that alone because I could just go on another another tangent. But you know, we only got a short amount of time right here, and so because my boy Kev, the producer of the show, would be like, "Dude, what are you doing? I got we got other things to do." I'll be like, "Okay." So, <laughs> verse 11 says, "Not lacking in diligence, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord, rejoicing in hope." patient and in tribulation, continuing steadfastly in prayer, distributing to the needs of the saints given to hospitality. Here we go. Verse 14. Bless those who persecute you. Oh boy. Bless and do not curse. Rejoice with those who rejoice and weep with those who weep. Be of the same mind toward one another. Do not set your mind on high things, but associate with the humble. Do not be wise in your own opinion. Verse 17 is coming, y'all. Repay no one evil for evil. Yeah, we could that just we could just stop right there. Repay no one evil for evil. Have regard for good things in the sight of all men, if it is possible. Come on, y'all. Especially going on what's going on in the world right now, and then some in y'all personal families. If it is possible, as much depends on you. Live peaceably with all men. Oh boy. Beloved, do not avenge yourselves, but rather give place to but rather give place to wrath. For it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay. Say the Lord. Therefore, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him a drink. Listen, you, hey, hey, hey. So your enemy, you're supposed to be feeding and also giving them the drink. So you're supposed to be using your resources to help them. This is your enemy. Oh boy, I'm going to keep going. For in, in so doing, you will heap coals of fire on his head. And I don't have time to go in a heap of coals of fire, but that does not mean you're killing them uh, because fire purifies. So that's a whole nother thing. Also, do not be overcome. This is verse 21. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. That is the New King James Version of Romans 12, 9 through 21. So understand this, my peoples. Oh, man, this is tough. We must be willing to go to the person who offended us. Yeah, you heard that right. Somebody, I know, oh boy, I know somebody just checked out. Did They just had a brain cramp. They just like, did he just say that? Yes, 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 I just said that. We must be willing to go to the person who offended us and both verbally and non-verbally forgive them then seek an appropriate reconciliation to that individual. Now, let me let me preface this. I'm not talking about, you know, somebody offended you and you just want to choose like, hey, they don't need to be in your inner circle, all that kind of stuff. Because listen, you ain't got to have people in your inner circle. You ain't got to break bread with people. But what you do have to do is you can't be holding stuff against each other. 
And then if you're going to reconcile, reconcile, because we all have the spirit of reconciliation. You know, if, and reconciliation means if we both agree, there is a mutual infraction, a mutual breakdown, a mutual thing that we not we not vibing and we both agree, then that means we uh, have uh, the spirit of reconciliation that we are supposed to reconcile in some way, shape, or form. Now, the relationship may not be the same as before, but guess what? When I see you now, just because now love has boundaries and now our relationship has taken a different path, I'm not holding that infraction against you. But guess what? We can both agree, hey, maybe we may not need to hang out all the time like we used to, or maybe I, I can't just tell you my innermost things anymore, you know, depending on what the violation is. So there are some things where you have to redefine the nature of the relationship. But as long as reconciliation or forgiveness is part of that, how you redefine it is totally up to you. But you can't be when you walk away, you talk about they still a jerk and all that kind of she's still this, he's still that can't be talking about that. Or every time you think about them, you just get burned up again and fired up again. And you want to no, you can't be doing that either. That's not forgiveness either. So and part of forgiveness is forgetting. And I had a friend say, I don't forget, but you should. And even Paul talked about having a perpetual forgetting. You got to forget those things that, and put those things behind you. So what happens is if that person triggers the memory of that, you got to keep working with yourself to perpetually forget that kind of stuff and not hold them against them. That's why uh, 60% of all marriages in California and 50% all across the United States end up in divorce. Because what happens is there's been an infraction. And guess what? Each party wants to hold each other and have a long list of what they did wrong and and not reconcile and forget that and have that perpetual forgetting and have that forgiveness in their relationship so therefore they they just that's why why do we use the phrase in when people are about to get divorced it's called irreconcilable differences so that means they could not forgive and come together oh boy somebody mad at me but that's just the fact of the matter, y'all. So this is something I'm not saying. Remember, we said it's not easy, but this is something that we all must work on to do. We must offer love and acceptance to the person, not necessarily to what they did. God desires that we be involved in growing positive and healthy relationships. The primary purpose of our existence is relationships, relationships with God to us and then us to others in relationships. Good God Almighty. We can model, grow in, make known and glorify our Lord. That's powerful. Thank you, God. This should be a driving force of who we are as Christians, saved by grace. It is the responsibility of the person who did the wrong to repent, not the person offended. Let me say that again. It is the responsibility of the person who did the wrong to repent, not the person offended. So, hey, if somebody offended you, you ain't got to say, God, I'm sorry for being offended. No, your job is to forgive the offense. Oh boy, does that make sense? So, but the person that did the wrong is the one that basically has to repent, not the one that's offended. It's okay to be offended. Be angry, but what? Sin not. Then guess what? You move into sin when you don't forgive. Oh boy. I'm going to leave that alone. I hope that helps somebody. Understand what <laughs> I told you. This is I know this. This has hurt me to even talk about it, y'all. Uh, don't don't get mad at me. 
understand this. This should be a driving force of who we are as men and women, as brothers and sisters. If you're a disciple of Christ, just as a human being saved by grace, it is the responsibility of the person who did wrong to repent, not the person offended. You cannot force repentance from someone. You can only pray for him or her and offer forgiveness. The relationship can only positively continue when repentance and forgiveness are pursued. If the offender, my God, we're going to talk more about this, refuses to repent or refuses to accept the forgiveness, then this means their nature is in denial. Whoa. There's some folks in denial right now. They feel so wrong, they feel no wrong, I should say, was committed, or see you as trying to manipulate their will. They may be a sociopath. I'm just saying I could be speculating. That is, have some form of mental disorder where they may enjoy inflicting hurt and hardship on people. Y'all know anybody like that? There are so many people like that in the world. That basically they have a disorder where they like inflicting hurt and hardship on others. That's why one of the phrases, misery loves what? Company. Hey, there's people that are like that. In any case, the reason is not your responsibility, nor are you responsible for their acceptance. Listen to me. You are not responsible for people's acceptance. If they don't accept your forgiveness, whether you were the offender or you were the one offended, that is not your issue. You just have to give it. Your responsibility is only to generally offer forgiveness. We need to accept the fact of human nature. Some people just will not play ball God's way, especially, don't get me started, the church, Christians, disciples of Christ. I know we get a bad rap. We we the ones that the biggest offenders. Don't get me started on the unforgiveness. I could talk personally about uh, where I attend. Hey, there's so much unfor... I'm going to leave it alone. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to leave it alone. Woo, my God. See, y'all, I'm, I'm going to get in trouble, but it don't matter. I'm already in trouble. So if this is the case with your forgiveness, then it still remains between you and Christ. As it is anyway, because we are God's children. Understand this in 1 Peter 4, 7 through 8. It says, but the end of all things is at hand. Therefore, be serious and watchful in your prayers. And above all things, have fervent love for one another. For love will cover a multitude of sins. Listen, that is the one of the truest statements you'll ever hear. Love covers a multitude of sins. Love conquers all as well. We must love one another and through love, because love is part is divine, but through love and because God is love, forgiveness comes out of that. I'm just saying. Next thing, the fifth thing, we need to recognize the picture of forgiveness. Woo, get that picture frame of forgiveness. What does this mean? The result of forgiveness is letting go of the offense and wishing blessings and compassion to the other person who wronged you. <laughs> Repentance simply means biblically to change one's perspective. In other words, you turn from your way of thinking to God's way. That is, we change our minds and hearts from our desires to Christ's desires. When we do this, then we have truly forgiven that person. Leaving out any of the above steps and only forcing your will into the situation means you are deluding yourself into thinking that you have forgiven and you have not. It is not about us. Oh my God. 
we want to make it about us. It is about God. And his desire for us is to live in peace and love. We always need to reminding ourselves of our status in God, as we previously discussed, because this is a paramount to continue to go on in our lives without the hurt and bitterness. Understand this. But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners. Jesus died for us. That's Romans 5, 8. That was the NIV version. This does not mean that we will not feel pain or perhaps suffer consequences from someone else's action. What it means is we are saved by grace, by what Christ has done. So we need to reciprocate grace and peace to those around us, even though we may not want to. Understand this, and we about to close with this, y'all. Come on, talk to me. Jeremiah 9, 23, 24 says, Thus says the Lord. Woo! We can stop right there. Thus says the Lord. Let not the wise man glory in his wisdom. Let not the mighty man glory in his might. Nor let the rich man glory in his riches. But let him who glories glory in this, that he understands and knows me, that I am the Lord, exercising loving kindness, judgment, and righteousness in the earth. For in these I delight, says the Lord. We need y'all, come on, and we end with this, to keep ourselves tuned into God constantly and continually and allow him to carry us through. <laughs> Woo, I pray. That was a tough one, y'all. I pray, though, <laughs> that you enjoyed our time together. Thank you for tuning in to episode nine of Call to Forgive. I thank you for all your support and responses. Once again, y'all are the bomb. New episodes release every Thursday on iTunes and Spotify at 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Please remember to subscribe and don't just listen to these episodes just once. Come on, y'all. Get them ingrained in your spirit. Remember when we forgive, we are actually saying to the person God has mandated us to forgive is I have something in yours that is intended for you that does not belong to me because God said so. That I must voluntarily hand over to you without any compensation and I must forget about it. A special thanks you know it's my boy KC and I am music group man for producing this show Erica Duff for the artwork the flow therapy morning show with Coco B and Frank Nitty on the Uncommon Gospel Radio Network Alex Teamer aka team for the baseline Pastor Warren Campbell and Lena Bird Miles for this is the day intro appreciate you shout out to Shay J Entertainment Shannon Jackson and a Holy Ghostbusters mobile ministry and a shout out to my boy Julian Payne at the house of North Hollywood or NoHo Barbershop if you are in the greater Los Angeles area look him up tell him Pastor Wade sent you he is a celebrity barber to the stars remember to subscribe to this is day on whatever podcast platform you use you can also follow me on facebook instagram or twitter at real pastor wade and wade is spelled you know how it is w-a-i-d remember to post any subject ties you like discuss on this is day facebook page or feedback on your instagram stories of what you thought about the conversation always remember god believes in you and so do i till next time this is the day this is always the day for breakthrough, victory, redemption.
Thank you for tuning in. Remember to subscribe to This is the Day with Pastor Wade on any podcast platform that you use. You can interact with Pastor Wade with questions, comments, or subject titles you would like discussed. You can follow Pastor Wade at Real Pastor Wade, that is Real Pastor W-A-I-D, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.